And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Train Her Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Uh, you know, last week we had no episodes on Monday and Thursday. I was out of town in Arizona, um, baptizing my son and my niece, and now we are back. And I am beyond excited to uh, to bring on the amazing guest speaker today. We have an incredible guest speaker, and I cannot wait for him to come on and bring some incredible value to you guys and girls, especially parents with them young kids. Um, it, this is it's crazy with you know everything that he's going to bring to the table, all the things about youth training, youth strength training, you know, lifting weights as a very very young kid, um, you know, and how it can benefit the you know your child as they grow older into their you know teenage years or being an adult and understanding the body and how it moves at a very young age when the body or the brain is very absorbent right it's trying to just take in so much information and still developing as a young baby or as a young child um there's so much amazing stuff that can happen whenever you implement training and implement movement um so i'm excited to bring on the amazing guest speaker today but before we introduce him I got, a, I got a few things I want to share with you, okay? Number one, if you leave a five-star review for this podcast, it really does help me get feedback from you guys and girls tuning in, but also helps a lot of people around the world looking for you know answers for their questions inside health and fitness or motivation, inspiration inside their journey. It's going to help them find this podcast just that much faster, and it only takes about a minute or two, and it really does help us out here on the Train Live Shop podcast. You can review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you have been listening to the show, um, and that would mean the world to me we haven't we have created incredible partnerships and we've loved amazing companies you know since we started this podcast in 2020 in january um so all these partnerships that we've created are here to benefit you are here to we back them up 100 which means that you know we have been through the, the companies we have tried their stuff and we want to push it out to you guys and girls and we want you to take advantage of it because it's going to help you inside your health and fitness journey if you decide to if you want to make the, the decision or the choice to give it a shot but we want to give you amazing benefits from these companies and you can check them all out on our website trainerlifshon.com forward slash partnerships. You can check the links in the show notes as well. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said before already, we have an amazing guest speaker coming to the show today and I cannot wait to introduce him. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the show, Spencer Mormon. Because like the goal is to lift like, is to lift as heavy as you can, but right. strength is strength is not like the, the end goal. You have to be fast and explosive and athletic and have like good balance and coordination. Uh, and those things are almost like equally as important as having like a good strength base. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I am your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an outstanding person, Coach. So let's welcome to the show, Spencer Mormon. Yo, what's up, Spencer? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I am, you know, having a great time. Happy to be here. 
is exciting. Always love like getting in touch with, with other people who are just as excited about like coaching people and getting inspired. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about, dude. Inside this fitness realm, strength and training realm. That's what it's all about. Um, so I am, I am really excited to talk to you too, man. Uh, I'm, I'm happy and, and honored to have you on here and I'm excited to learn more about you. So, um, so help us all out, dude, help all the new listeners and, and current listeners, people who don't know who you are, man. Can you give like a nice little background story on just how you got to who you are today? Sure. Um, so I've been involved in the sport of Olympic weightlifting since I was eight years old. So I'm come from a big family. I'm one of six kids. I'm the youngest of like four boys and my dad's, oh. uh, my dad's a PE and football coach. And so I was like marinated and indoctrinated into like this, <laughs> into like sports at like a very young age. And I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever when I like stepped into a room. I mean, like, so also being the youngest, like there's no such thing as like babysitting. It's like, you just go <laughs> where brothers or dad goes. Yeah. Uh, so like it was either like the football field, the track or the gym. And I found myself like gravitating towards the gym every time. And so like as soon as I saw a barbell be uh, like lift, mm. I was glued to it. Um, and that really was kind of like what struck a match inside of me or yeah. And so and it's been a, a progressive and ongoing endeavor ever since. That's so awesome, dude. That's so awesome. You, uh, damn, you started when you were eight, dude. You know, I wish I would have started touching weights when I was eight, man. I started when I was 13. Um, so just a few years after you, but, uh, I never got like too competitive with it, dude. My, my journey started because, um, I was into sports, but I, ne- I loved all sports. You're being competitive and playing sports is awesome, but I never was like, never looked athletic, dude. Like, I look, I was like a skinny guy and, uh, and I'd get pushed around a lot in you know, basketball, football, like I was never like the strong one, you know, and I hated it. So, um, got into the weight room and started doing some stuff, not like, uh, no guidance whatsoever. Um, and, and it started with just like sculpting, you know, like the bicep curls, man, bench press, stuff like that. I never got into the power cleans, the deadlifts, the snatches, the push jerks, back squats, front squats. I didn't get into that until i joined the military and i was stationed in alaska like i was telling you when i was um i think 19 or 20 that's when i started getting into the powerlifting. and dude i loved it man i wish i would have i wish i would have started when i was like you know when i very first started um because it's so awesome have you always been from canada though no so i'm originally from california and so like dude same oh nice nice santa barbara Santa Barbara. I'm from, so before I moved out here, I was living in the Bay area, but I'm lit, but my parents and I'm originally from like a small desert town, uh, like near just on the other side of the mountains of Palm Springs. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. Like Hemet and like San Jacinto is the, is the town name, uh, like in between Temecula and Palm Springs. Oh dude. Okay. I know, I know where you're at. I know where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's real. Like, then, yeah, not close to the water and it's always hot. <laughs> so weird because California is like mostly all the time, like very cool and nice and like beachy. But then there's certain parts, dude, certain parts where it's like just hot and it just sucks. Oh, uh, yeah. You're just like breathing in sand pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dude. Yeah. Have you ever been to Arizona? Oh, yeah. 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 I, I have family and like they're like some of my dad's like coaching friends like live uh-huh live in Arizona. And so like, that was kind of like a regular trip to another, it was like another like hot place. So yeah. like I, 
So to give kind of like a little brief living history, because I've lived in three different states now. Uh, when I was so originally from Southern California, then okay. uh, moved to Colorado, and like my mom's side of the family is all from Colorado. Uh, and lived there for for eight years. Then we then our family moved to Washington State, oh, so nice. in a town called Port Angeles, uh-huh. which is very really like really really northwest, uh, just across the water from Victoria, Canada. Mm-hmm. Our family ended up moving back to Southern California for another two years. Then I lived in the Bay Area for five years, and now I'm here for here in Canada, mm-hmm. and I've been here in Canada going on six years. Nice, dude. Nice. And when did you become, uh, so did you, so you, you competed in powerlifting? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I start, I did my first, my first weightlifting competition when I was eight years old. Okay. And, and have like kind of continued to like in, like from there to pretty much up until last year, I've always competed. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so like, yeah. Got it. Got it. And so you, so you continue to compete. Yeah. Nice, man. Nice. And was there like a specific reason why you went to Canada? Like, was there like better competitions over there or what? Oh, no. Like my, my partner's from Canada. So oh. she's a coach and a weightlifting coach. And that's how we met. And so cool. as our relationship got more serious and uh, more committed towards each other, we were doing the distance thing for a few months. And then one of us, we were both like, all right, this it's isn't tough. how this is going to work. Yeah. Yeah. This, this distant things has to stop. And so it just made more sense for me to, for me to move out to Canada. And there seemed to be more opportunities for, for me to, for me to move out here. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So when did you, when did the coaching come in? When did you start coaching people? Uh, fairly shortly after I, uh, I graduated from high school. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So I knew that like weightlifting was going to be, you know, in my life. And that's what I really wanted to pursue. I was kind of climbing the the ranks as a junior athlete. Mm -hmm. I was projected to break, uh, to break the junior American records. I eventually ended up breaking, or at the time I had already broken the youth American record. Nice. And like, I had my eyes sight set on the, on the junior records. And so when I, so when I graduated high school, I needed to find somewhere that I could still train and compete mm-hmm. and essentially still start and start to create the base of like a, of like a coaching career and just really become a, a, a true student of the sport. Uh, and so that's when I moved to Northern California at the gym called California strength. And that's where I kind of got like a lot more, a lot more knowledge of like how to coach, how to train the basis of, of what that looks like. And I was 19 at the time when, when, when I made that move. Got it. Okay, sweet, sweet. And, um, you, did you start, uh, coaching? Like, has it always been youth or did you, you, did you start coaching like adults first and then got into the youth or like, how did that go? No, it's it. Well, it's funny. Cause it's pr- cause so that gym, California strength, I've always, so it it has a weightlifting team that it supports and its weightlifters are essentially its coaches but the gym itself I've always thought of it as like a performance gym so and and its base at the time was like high school athletes and that was its like bread and butter so it was funny mm-hmm. like I was 19 years old and I was coaching kids who were like my same age yeah and I did 
<laughs> it was like I di- couldn't didn't want to tell them that I was mm-hmm. like, that they were the same age as me because I was right. like oh, that might like skew like this like hierarchy a little bit and like that might be like a respect line that I don't know if I want to give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I get you. <laughs> yeah, but I found my but like it was really comfortable, like a lot of fun. Uh, like coaching like these the youth athletes like they're you can just see those gears turning and when that light bulb kicks on like man it is it's it's magical right and kind of like the younger you go the bigger that impact is um so that's so no like I haven't always been coaching like youth lifting but that's been something that's been there like kind of from the start and that's felt very like natural for me that's so cool, man. That's so cool. So now we're getting into, dude, what I've been wanting to ask you forever, dude. So you, you obviously coach these these you know, the the kids, youth kids, to freaking lift this incredible weight, dude. With obviously technique, dude, great form, um, and I know that that is important for you because uh, the way I watch you talk on your social media and the way that you, I've seen you coach um, your young, young, young athletes, um, and so with youth training, man, it's people have like a weird view on it and and whenever we view this right it's like kids shouldn't be lifting at a certain age and i always i never agreed with that i always same thing with people who want to start lifting when they're 60 you know you can lift whenever you want to i feel like and uh, obviously (laughs) if the motor skills haven't been you know i guess developed yet you know if you're four or five then maybe you shouldn't maybe you shouldn't start yet with you know doing this and that but um everyone has their own opinions and stuff but when it comes down to what you're doing um, you know, you're, you're helping these, these kids get stronger and develop the mind and body connection. And a lot of kids that are seven, eight and nine, they don't, they can't, um, they don't have that, you know, mind, uh, to body connection yet. They, they don't have the coordination for their hands and feet yet. But, um, you know, with your athletes, they have that dude, they're putting bars over their head and they're squatting down low and, and you're, keeping them, yeah, they're keeping them strong, man. So like, so how, how is that right now? Dude, what, what is you, like, what are you trying to do for these kids? So I think you, well, first of all, to, it's, it's really trying to address and break down the stigma and the, the myth that like strength training for kids is bad for their health. And right. I think that that couldn't be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. Obviously when you take, I mean, the best example I have of that is like Rory right now, you know, and I started coaching Rory when she was five. So Um, cool, man. So freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, like when I got Rory, it was like, uh, okay, well, we start at zero. There we go. We start at zero. (laughs) Uh, And I think when, when people hear like youth strength training, uh, you know, there's an image that comes to their brain of like what of, you know, some of like what you and I would be doing with the barbell. Right. Yes. But they just associate that. They Actually, there's really more so it's more so a stigma against like with like a barbell. For some reason, like when a barbell comes up, <laughs> there's automatically like, 405 pounds on there. It's like a little freaked out. Yeah. Um, so. So. What, what like I'm trying to do with, with, with youth kids is, yeah, is to, is to kind of like break that stigma, show like progression and like appropriate way to apply that. And cause, cause it doesn't look like, 
it doesn't look like strength training for, for an adult, right? Right. Like right, that's right. The, that people really need to understand is that like strength training for kids is really more like you can think of it more of like resistance training. And so when you think of like that mind body connection, the, the more creative ways that we can, that we can create like an appropriate amount of resistance for that to be developed, the more, the more coordinated that the, and the more, yeah, the more coordinated that that athlete's going to be and the better the relationship that person's going to have with their body too. And I think that that is really like the important thing that, that really the gym does for, for athletes is that it builds this relationship with your body and you learn to how to adapt it, how to, how you, how it responds, how to listen to your body and how to love your body. Mm. Right. And, and, yeah. and when, and I think it's really important that, that you can, that young kids can, can learn that and can have that for, cause it's like, if they can learn that at the, out of the young age, they're going to have that for the rest of their life. Dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Even, yeah. I was telling, I think I was telling uh, Sierra, my partner, I was like, you know what, even if like, like Rory just decided to not do like weightlifting for her to be able to like step into a gym and just be comfortable in there. I've done my job. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Exactly, man. It's, you know, it's whenever you are young, right? Like that. Okay. You're, you know, you're four or five, six, even from newborn, dude, your brain, right. Is developing still. And, and your brain is absorbing all this stuff, man. That's why we learn how to crawl. That's why we learn how to walk. That's why we learn how to do certain things, touch stuff, put it in your mouth, all this other stuff. Right. What is the difference with starting whenever you are five, then starting whenever you are 13, whenever they say that you can start training because if you start to weight lift that you're going to stunt your growth or whatever the myth out there, right? And yeah. it's the same thing with, you know, the uh, American Health Association or whatever. Like they have these statistics on who's obese or like these numbers on the, if you're in this area, then you are overweight. But there's people that have tons of muscle. Uh, and it overwhelms the body fat percentage and they're still obese when the body fat percentage to muscle ratio is is not how an obese person would be so like with with what you're doing i think that's awesome and whenever you get into that mental aspect dude that was spot on bro and this is if this is not like if this is not what it is then i don't know what else it's gonna be because whenever especially nowadays man social media is crazy right and people are getting bullied here and there and getting bullied on social media and all sort of stuff Whenever and I had no confidence as a kid growing up, dude. So I tell you right now, um, you know, whenever I was training or whenever I'd play, I'd play a lot of sports, right? And but whenever I was out there, I wasn't confident, dude. I wasn't aggressive, you know. I didn't because I was shy. Um, I never had that building confidence phase with what you're doing with the the youth kids. But you know, it's that alone. That alone is so powerful, man. Because yes, you're absolutely right. Especially coming from a female, like from for her to to be strong at such a young age and and she doesn't really yet understand maybe of like how the how guys look at girls sometimes whenever they are training and how girls shouldn't lift weights because it'll make them look like this and a girl with muscle is too masculine or whatever it is so she hasn't even entered that area yet so whenever you know these kids especially that you're teaching like she's gonna grow up with confidence dude not only that but she's going to understand what proper movement looks like so she's not going to 
get hurt in these specific areas or whatever. You know, if she's doing something when she's 14, 15, and it's nothing related to fitness, she's just, you know, picking something up or whatever. She understands how to move her body because you have embedded it inside of her brain to where she knows it's like second nature. Yes. Oh, man. You're like preaching to the choir, like hallelujah at that. Amen. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love what you're doing, man. Oh, man. That is hey, huge. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, actually, so, so like that's a really good good way to kind of like uh, to bring up what uh, like differences between training, training a kid like when, when you started lifting at like 13 versus, you know, like when I started when I like when I started lifting at eight years old or younger. Okay. Okay. Um, so like similarities though first first like let me bring up like similarities is that like my 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 big things in in coaching when i take a new athlete there's there's like a three-step process that i always try to apply and like the first thing is just like to establish positions Mm. like no matter like who who i'm coaching establishing positions and like what those look like where they are that is the most important thing. Absolutely. Secondly would be to then go to assigning a tempo going through those positions. And then you get to allow, uh, and then you get to apply speed. So it's established positions, assign tempo Mm -hmm. and apply speed. So like that is going to be the same, whether I'm coaching you coaching one of my older athletes coaching one of my younger kids or coaching a kid with autism, you know, that's going to be the same, no matter what Um, differences is that like, if I was taking a kid who's like 13, 14, 15, my main objective is going to be to try to like get them as strong as possible, kind of as quick as possible. Got it. I'm cause I'm going to assume that, uh, like you're, you seem to be like a great example of like when you started lifting, like you were athletic, you had a pretty good, like sports background. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that you felt that you were lacking the most was this foundational strength base. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be, boom, I'm going to slap that onto you. That's going to be, that's going to be the big goal is like, uh, is pushing that your squat, your press, your pull. We're going to develop those things first. Um, versus with a kid who's like 10 or younger, that's what I'm going to, I'm still going to apply positions first. I'm going to create tempo. Yes. Try to get them fast, but those are going to, but that's going to be like the background of like this base of athleticism and movement. And with that really with like creating, with creating that background, that's going to be where strength just is going to be something that just happens. It's going to be a natural byproduct of, of developing that athleticism of creating good fundamental positions, mm-hmm. uh, and having good quality movement. Right. Dude. That's, yeah. That's juicy, dude. That's good stuff right there. That is, um, that is brilliant. You know, it's, it's, um, man, man you, whenever I, so with me, my beliefs are like, I I grew up understanding that a few things understanding that I'm not able to touch weight until I'm 13 because of this um you know stigma or whatever that if you lift weight too early that you're going to stunt your growth um I also was raised by if you eat too many calories you're going to gain weight 
Um, also if, you know, um, you eat too late at night, you're going to gain weight. You know, if you're all these things that really don't make sense anymore because they don't make sense, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) with, um, you know, with the youth training and the way that you explained it right now, um, that I wish I would have had that as a kid because whenever I started getting into the powerlifting and the training and even before, let's say before then, um, I got injured a few times, dude. I hurt my shoulder, uh, on a bench press. Uh, I hurt, um, I hurt what I, I hurt my knee on a squat. I hurt my hip on a squat too. And there was, you know, a few, well, not too crazy injuries, but an injury enough to where it bugged me enough, or I had to take some time off. Um, just because I understand how to, you know, activate certain muscle groups. Right? I didn't understand what proper technique looks like. I didn't know my tempo, my speed. I didn't know those things. Um, and whenever you embed that into a young kid that is learning these things with their body, like I said, you're going to take that. They're taking that forever. Um, just like whenever you're teaching a kid that blue is blue and red is red and green is green. It's the same thing that you're doing. You know, whenever you go in there and they are new. Man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. And their their brain is fresh and you you implement those things into their life, into their, their brain pathways. They're not going to forget those things. And now they take that because as you know as well, any athlete has needs to have fundamentals, right? They need to have agility, speed, um, you need to have you know, proper recovery, obviously, strength, yeah. power. They have to have those things. No matter if you're football, freaking ping pong, tennis, no matter what you are, you, yes. you need to have those fundamentals. So what you're doing with your young kids, um, you are placing that in them. So whatever, wherever they go in life, they're going to have these things. So you are starting you're, – you're planting a seed, dude, in their brain that's going to grow into this beautiful freaking forest of, of proper technique, proper movement – hopefully injury free for as long as possible and and you're embedding the 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 strength into their body that they need at a very young age dude and that's awesome yeah yeah um oh man i think i think there's like two two things that like i think i could bring up like following that up uh go ahead go ahead please so with yeah yeah because like with because like when i started when i first started coaching i was I was 19 and I had already had, and I had about like 10 or 11 years of like training under my belt already. Right. Uh, then when I started coaching these kids, they were like the same age. And what I saw kind of like right away, cause I had like, was coaching a lot of high school kids and it was like a great area, like really competitive area. You know, where De La Salle high school is, or like, you know, this De La Salle high school, in, in, in California or, or California. Yeah. So it's, it has like this, like a very notorious and like prominent, like football program. They were like, okay. They had like 200 like wins, like in a row at one period in their, their football career. Yeah. Yeah. And like all the other high schools, like try to step up, like, and compete at that level. Right. Right. So it was so like, we were the gym I was at was just like the congregating spot of like these, these kids who were super self-motivated and competitive with each other. Uh, but we saw a lot, but like we saw injuries cause they were like just a football player, just a baseball yes. player, basketball, you know, just a track sprinter. And, you know, like, and they pretty much like came to us. It's like, and we kind of, and I, how I thought of it was like, this is where like we have to diversify and create this foundational strength. And so that way these kids like don't get injured. 
you know, like, uh, so one of the sayings my coach, one of my coaches would say, Dave Spitz, who was like, great athletes are great compensators, <laughs> you know, like they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna find a way to like compensate and to like continue to perform. Yes. That hap- if that happens for long enough, that's going to lead to an injury. Mm-hmm. And so the wider that that base can be, one, that's going to like reduce that, that, in, that risk injury. That's also going to create like a higher peak, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like the, like with, and then with youth kids, that's, that's the same. Like if I can, if I can diversify this child's training and create that base to be pretty wide and let weightlifting be kind of like the navigating guide for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, like I think that we can avoid a lot of a lot of future injuries and kind of make that like more predictable of like when they might come up. Yes. Uh, also, with with like that that myth of like it's going to stunt your growth. Like I started like when I was eight, and I have and I'm like the tallest, biggest, strongest out of like my entire family. <laughs> uh, so like. Like, I think that, I think that makes like the sport of like weightlifting in particular, because like the goal is to lift, like is to lift as heavy as you can, but strength is, strength is not like the, the end goal. You have to be fast and explosive and athletic and have like good balance and coordination. Mm -hmm. Uh, And those things are almost like equally as important as having like a good strength base. Dude. So, so I think like the sport of Olympic lifting is kind of is and can be the the kind of opening door for for youth training because it's because it promotes it promotes good movement. You can do it and not just have the direct focus of lifting more weight because mm-hmm. you can't lift more weight if you're not doing it right. Right. You're going to notice that right away, right? If you if you do a snatch and it's out in front of you, it's just dropping off, right? <laughs> Not staying over your head. Uh, and like it builds like healthy joints, it builds better like mind body connection. You like are kind of like forced into like good balanced positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, growing up and like being in other sports, that was one thing I noticed right away because I wasn't. I wasn't like the tallest or the fastest. I I was certainly the strongest. I was certainly the strongest kid. That's awesome. But I really kind of like, I was able to, I was able to like hold my ground in a lot of areas because I just like, and play a lot of different positions and kind of be in like, in different sports where I probably like, wasn't going to, it wasn't going to be like my strong suit, but I'm going to be able to like, participate right and, if, and like i attest that to like my to like my development and olympic weightlifting because it, it provided me with with good coordination with healthy joints and with a with a muscle tendon structure that's like going to respond to the ground mm-hmm. uh whenever like i want to plant my foot and go Dude. uh i was able to kind of like excel a little bit faster than my peers because i had this strength base and this athleticism and balance and this connection with my body that I could rely on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether like, and whereas 
with the rest of my friends, you know, they're 12, 13 years old. They're just starting into sports, but they're just, and they're just figuring out like how to make a cut, Dude. you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I think that's, I think the, I think youth training, I think Olympic lifting can be the future for, for youth training because it's actually very healthy for, for kids to be doing that. That's awesome, dude, bro. The more that you talk, man, the more like stuff is just coming to my brain. It's, and (laughs) and it's okay. Okay. So you said something right now, legit right now, where you said that you could rely on your body, dude. I think that alone is so so freaking powerful dude there's so many people right now you know and and it's unfortunate to say that they can't rely on their body dude i i know right now if my house were to burn down i could safely grab my family out of here if i had to pick them on my shoulder and carry them because i i can squat a good amount of weight i can deadlift a good amount of weight i have conditioned my body to do that to the point to where if your brain is not there to understand something, but your body is already ready. That's you being able to rely on it, dude. So I think what you said, bro. Yes. Yes. That is, that was freaking awesome. And I hope people tune into that. I hope people listen, absorb that. Another thing that was coming to my mind whenever you were talking was whenever a child, and it's so funny, dude. So I I have a son. He's, he just turned, he's six and a half months now. Um, And Yeah, oh, baby. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah, man. yeah, thank you. Thank you. Wow. And then <laughs> yeah, super young, bro. But um uh then I have a niece too, and she's uh she just turned one in February. Um, and you know, I love when I watch kids and they go to pick something up, dude. They got like the best form ever. Like they go down so easy and they come up, right? I'm like, oh my god, they, that's just they just did a squat, that, you know? Yeah, they just did a squat. They just that, did a it's yeah. so intuitive, right? We watch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We watch our six-year-olds. We watch our babies do this. And then when mm-hmm. they start to like stand and walk, it's like we forgot that they, like, they've been doing this for a while, man. Dude, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like they've, they've been doing this for a while. All we're doing is adding a barbell, dude. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just, I mean, yeah. We're just adding an implement that like provides like structure mm-hmm. for them. Structure. structure and like resistance for them to like go, oh. Exactly. Okay, that's it. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. And 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 when I see that, and but when I whenever I get a client that is, um, you know, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, even twenty-five, um, okay, let's go into a squat. And it's like, dude, the weight is on the toes. Dude, they're completely bent over. There's no flexibility in the hips. Like it's it's it looks bad, right? And obviously, it takes time to fix that. Yeah, you fix it. But um, whenever you hit it young, dude, when you're young, the like I'm talking like five years old, four years old, you have already you've already known these these movements just like you just said and yep. the joints yeah. they're flexible you know you're flexible dude these kids are flexible why, why can they put their feet in their mouth but you can't you know like they're they're so flexible and the joints are pliable so whenever you get them whenever they're five years old four years old before they go into their uh, you know growth sports to the point to where yeah. they're growing like four inches you know because whenever they grow the muscles are also going to elongate which then creates this not no flexibility they, you know, they can't even touch their toes i remember whenever i was 15 16 i couldn't touch my toes like i couldn't because i was at that point in time i was getting taller and taller um but my flexibility wasn't there you know it, it just wasn't so whenever you are teaching your body your muscles how to grow with your bone structure with your structure overall then i i completely agree that it's going to um, it's going to create that process to be a lot more better than it, it would have been if you didn't do any sort of it just simply functional movements, right? Like powerlifting yeah. is functional. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And yeah, like it's like to do those things to like squat, press, pull are incredibly intuitive that like your body instinctually kind of knows how to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like this. And like, the, if you can get that, get a kid that's like pre puberty where before like those hormones really kick in and that mm-hmm. body just like accelerates and it's just an explosion. Uh, you know, the, the more of like a block of clay that they're going to be, you yeah. know, the, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like an empty canvas. It is just an empty canvas. There's no wrinkles. There's no previous like paint splatters on there. Right. It's clean. It's empty. It's just like it's it is up to the shaping, dude. You know exactly. Um, absolutely. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. If so, there is uh, obviously there's so much stuff that the human body is capable of, dude. People are breaking freaking. You know records all over the place, man. The deadlift record is is, is incredible, over a thousand pounds. That's insane. So there's so much stuff that the human body is capable of doing. Um, and so whenever whenever I was growing up, like I told you, it was um, this is what I believed in, right? Because people were telling me that, or my parents, or the people I was surrounded with, um, if you Uh-oh. train bef- before you're 13, um, am I freezing or something or what? Uh, you froze just for a second. Okay, I think you, yeah, we're good now. Okay, okay, sweet, sweet. Um, if you know, whenever you start, and I'm pretty sure you've heard this multiple times, whenever you start training at a young age, that it'll stunt your growth or this and that. Like, there's a bunch of negativity with starting early. If you, um, if a parent were to come to you and say, you know, hey, I'm just kind of over the fence. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, I don't know if my kid and you know they're seven. I don't want them to really train yet. Um, this and that. What would you kind of say to not convince them, but to give them the knowledge base to understand that training at a young age is not as harmful as they think it is? Yeah. So, I mean, I had this conversation with, uh, with Rory's mom and. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, like when, when Rory's, when Rory first started, her dad was like, so Rory actually to give a brief like backstory on like how I, or why I started coaching Rory um, was essentially for, for her gymnastics. She, so when I got Rory, she was in gymnastics, swimming, skating. She had been doing some ballet, some crazy athlete. Yeah. Yeah. She had already been in like five or six different sports. Mm -hmm. Right. And gymnastics was like one of the things that like, they wanted for, they wanted her to like be in. And so, and her dad was like, well, I don't, there is actually like a pretty high rate of like athletes getting hurt and injured in gymnastics. So what's going to be the best thing that I can do to like prevent. So that way she can do gymnastics and not get hurt and strength training and like Olympic weightlifting was like the number one like thing. Uh Uh, and so like, and when I get a new parent now, like when, what I say to them is that, you know, what we're, what I'm going to try to do with your child is that I'm going to develop their body and develop their, their relationship and that connection with their body. Amazing. What, how we're going to do that is through, through positioning, through movement and through progressive resistance, progressive strength or progressive stress more right. so. Right, right, right. Uh, 
because it's just like a, a matter of like rephrasing some of the terms that that we use, you know, right. and creating a different image of what what they think is going to happen. Because mm-hmm. they'll come and they'll look at they'll look at the gym, or they used I mean they they used to come into the gym. <laughs> right, 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 right. Now, like now, they like if I get a new parent, like I'd bring them over, you know, I'd we'd have a talk in, in the garage and I have like a garage setup, which I'm really thankful and like really happy that I have. Dude. Same bro. Same. Yeah. Yeah, man. Best um, in the world. Yeah. But they're looking around and like, they see, you know, dumbbells going up to a hundred pounds. They see this <laughs> rack of like weights. They see this squat rack here, a wall full of barbells. And they're like, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's not a kid's gym. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what's going to happen here. Uh, so, but yeah, it's, it's, I tell them that we're going to exactly what I just said. We're going to develop this, the, we're going to try to develop the body, build an awareness, build a connection, a relationship and understanding with it. And we're going to do that through, through positioning, through movement and incremental and predictable stress. There you go. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I was, I was always wondering how, like, um, you know, dealing with with parents that think that way about how kids can't be training at a young age, and and um, you know, and making them try to think that you know this is going to be extremely beneficial for their body, for their health. You know, I'm not saying that we're going to, you know, get them to 305 on their snatch or on their deadlift or whatever, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause obviously like we can't do that. Right. Like right. Obviously, I can't take a seven year old kid. And you know what? Another thing is that like parents kind of want this, like they kind of want their, there's like, there seems to be like a bit more of like an acceptance and like, they're kind of looking at their kid and particularly now, right. Like kind of the absence and in and out, particularly here in Canada, it's been kind of like in and out of school. Okay. And like, PE and gym class has been, and my dad's a PE and gym teacher. Right. And so like uh-huh. having to like talk to him, he's like, I'm such a better, and me too. Like I'm such a better coach when I get that, when I get a kid, right. When I have yeah. like that, that in person and like parents right now are kind of like, well, I want my kid to be doing something, <laughs> you know, if, right. if, if if I can't take them to soccer practice and they can't go to swim class and gymnastics is like limited to like three kids a person and you know, what, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that, and parents as well, like are, I feel like are in a similar situation where it's like, okay, well I'm home all day. I need to do something. I need to do something. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> something. And I have my kids here. And so like, what can I do with them? Well, like yeah. I have my, I have these dumbbells, but I don't know what to do with them. Right. Sure. They're like five pounds. Well, like my six year old kid can lift five pounds. Certainly. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's another thing that like parents kind of need to understand or like, and just like broader society should yeah. understand too. Is that like the 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 intensity that you can bring a child is fairly low, like their their capacity for for intensity is pretty low. Right. It's like the it's like the idea of like an ant falling off like a ten foot story building and like just walking away from it because yeah. it's 
like it's perceived like velocity is like pretty low because the ant weighs nothing. It's like a kid can lift, can lift weights, you know, and just have like resistance and like a predictable amount of stress to them mm-hmm. for them to respond. Right. Right. You know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not asking your kid to lift, you know, 225, to back <laughs> 225 and deadlift, you know, 400 pounds right now because that's right. just not happening. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, but if, if like, you know, after a few years, four or five, six years, who knows, they get to that weight, then it's because of the foundation and structure that we have created in the beginning that has now guided them to that area to where they are now lifting like this. And exactly. they are, yeah, they are not getting injured in their sports. They are living a life of uh, understanding, you know, uh, just biomechanics and just movement overall and, you know, how the knee moves, how the hips move, how the elbow moves, how the shoulders move and how these things can work together so you can hold a bar over your head and squat at the same time, you know, having flexibility in places that people lose whenever they become, you know, 26, 27, even younger than that. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, it, I think it, I think it kind of comes back to like being able to re- like rely on your body, you know, like when you're it, because it's a sense of freedom, really. You oh, know? yes. It's, it's a sense of freedom. It is. Uh, of just being able to like, okay, well, I'm going to go squat today. I'm going to go for a bike ride today. I'm going to go run. I'm going to go climb a mountain. I'm going to go swimming. Mm-hmm. I can just do those things. Exactly. You know, uh, exactly. and I think that's, that's like a beautiful gift to be able to, to be able to create that, to create that for, and provide that for, for a young athlete and for, for anybody, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing that, when we were talking before, before you hit record, uh, oh man, you got me really excited. Like right in that little, like pre-talk I was like, Oh man, the pep talk. <laughs> yes. The pep talk. Uh, cause something that I've said, you know, from for a long time is that the gym is for everybody. Mm-hmm. The gym is for everybody. Uh, cause it's, it's completely personal, you know? And when you get, when you start that journey and you kind of like see those little increments, like start to go up and body composition starts to change, it's, it's noticeable and it's Mm -hmm. powerful too. Mm -hmm. And you create like this, you start to realize that you have like more sovereignty over yourself than, than you thought. Uh, And I mean, out of, there's so many positive things about like, about working out and going to the gym. It's like responsibility, it's accountability, it's discipline. It's self-improvement. Yeah. It's self-improvement. So, so I like, I love getting new people. I love having like people like stay with me for a while. Cause like they're, they're committed at this point And like, they're, they love the, the kind of like tangible and noticeable like improvements that they, that they get. Dude, I, I love what you said, man. It's the gym's for everybody because it's completely personal. I, absolutely, dude. Exactly. No matter if you're a competitor or you're on a team or whatever it is. Yes, you work as a team, but they that team relies on you to be your best athlete self, your best performance self, your best you you could possibly be so you can bring the value to that team, which is what everyone else should be doing. So at the yep. end of the day, it comes down to being personal with yourself and taking the time to do so. And... um. And yeah, you shouldn't be scared of it, man. People are scared of, 
you know, lifting weights and females are scared because they're going to get big. Parents are scared for their kids because they're going to stunt their growth. People are just scared overall because they hear all these horror stories of CrossFit boxes, freaking hurting people and this and that and all this other stuff. And it's like, this is not yeah. how it is. This is not how it is. You know, learn no. about your body. Yeah. 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 Man. Again, like <laughs> say, say louder from a higher podium, like yeah. louder and from higher. Like that, that is the message, man. That is the message. And like, that's one of the things that kind of like really grabbed me as a coach, right? Like immediately when I started, when like the, from like the first time, like that a kid just had like light bulb moment or another athlete, <laughs> like, Oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously. It, that's that's so awesome, man. I'm, I love that, what you're doing. I'm glad that you're doing it. I'm glad that you're impacting these kids' lives, man. Um, I feel like I could talk to you all day, bro. Like, you are – yeah, so cool to talk to you, man. You got so much – uh, just passion, dude. It's it's um it's hard to find passion in this industry, um just because I feel like we lose sight of what this industry truly is, you know. Um, but you you bring a lot, man, and I'm so happy that you're doing it. I'm so happy we connected. For everyone out there, bro, who uh, wants to learn more about you, maybe ask you some questions, or maybe you know figure out if weight training is good for their kids, or whatever the case may be. Where's the best place for people to find you? Uh, best place to, to inquire about like youth training and like strength programs is at inclusive strength. It's a company that like my partner and I, we started up in COVID cause we were, it's like, this is, this is the best way for us to kind of like reach out to people and for people to come to us. So that's inclusive strength, ink strength, uh, either on Instagram or on website. Uh, my personal like Instagram is uh, Mormon lifter. My last name. M O O R M A N lifter. Uh, and I'm, I'm available all thumbs for <laughs> all thumbs for, for messaging. If, if any of you guys want to like reach out and like get connected. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And I highly recommend it. The, the people that, that uh, Spencer's trained is, is, is incredible and people are, are seeing it. Dude, and that's so awesome. Um, for everyone out there who has grabbed value in this episode, all I ask you is simply share it out to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, someone. The more people we get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do here on the Trainer Lift Strong Podcast is impact people's lives and inspire people to believe in themselves. But I'm your host, Coach Matt, amazing guest speaker, Spencer Mormon. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard, live strong. Yeah, there we go. All right, everybody. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.